everybody. It is your girl who swirls. Chris Karazin from Beyond Black and White. And I am eating a late dinner. So I'm going to apologize in advance for eating. But I am so hungry. And I'm not going to be able to make it through this hangout if I don't eat. And um, so I have some delicious Rubio's. Rubio's is so good. Mmm. They're shrimp gourmet tacos, just to die for. Absolutely delicious. Two more bites, and I promise I'll be ready. Mmm. <laughs> I have another taco, but I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be rude. Bye, everybody. <laughs> I love your hair. Oh, thank you. Daniel, you're so good for my self-esteem. I'm a panda. You, oh, you are a panda. Oh, sweet little panda. Yeah. Um, hold on a second. I'm going to invite the people on our Facebook page to join us. Yeah. As I continue to munch away. How are you guys doing? Good. I just started college Wednesday. You did? Yes. Wait, what, so what year are you? Well, I just changed my major last semester to farm, and wait, you're um, are you changed your major to what? From physical therapist assistant to fireman. I'm going to invite okay people on our Facebook page to join us. Okay, somebody, okay. Is, um, there's a delay. Can you guys bring that down? Our college Wednesday. Which one of you guys has that delay? One of you guys has got the YouTube channel. Okay, good. Yay. Okay. Yay. My, my earphone, my one, my my earphones that I bought. I'm kind of mad them. because somebody say something. I lost you. Okay. Yeah. Only one works. Only one uh, one earphone works. So I'm kind of mad about it. But anyway. So, hi everybody. Hi, Lasha, Michael. Let's see who else is on. How do you say your name? Zia, Zaya, Daniel. Okay. Yes, that's me. Is it Zaya? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, that's pretty. What is it from? I'm is it sorry. Like, a, like, is there is there a yeah. Um, hi, Robert. Like, what does it mean? Um. Well, it's it's an old family tradition where all of us have like Hebrew and French names. So mine is like uh, it, it's like at least my first name is is Swahili Hebrew actually. Okay. Yeah. So it, um, even I was born two months, two weeks early. So. Ah. Okay. 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 So. Reason why we're coming together to talk tonight is because um, I, I'm not sure if you guys saw that the clip that I put together of the white father who has an 11-year-old African-American adopted daughter who was um, bullied on social media on Snapchat. Um, which was interesting because my daughter, who's 17, she uses Snapchat, so it did intrigue me that it, you know, Snapchat was 
was um, was mentioned because I'm like, hmm, maybe I need to, you know, <laughs> take a little bit. And and just for background, I think Snapchat. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Snapchat like, you know, you see something for a second and then it goes away? Is yes. that it? Okay. You got okay. five seconds to ten. It's, it's to like protect you from, or to have some sort of protection against, you know, somebody. I guess, yes. Yeah. But okay, so on this video, and the and the husband and the father was very upset because um, these kids called her a thought. And if you guys don't know what a thought is, it's an acronym for that hoe over there. Oh. Um. She's 11, you guys. Oh, my God. She's 11. Like, okay, so that aside, they called her the N-word and all these other sorts of things. So, of course, as a parent, you're outraged, you're upset, you're like, oh, my God, you know, you feel helpless because you really don't know, you know, what to do. And I feel like that, too, sometimes, because I feel like... You know, as my oldest daughter will say, you know, she goes to majority white school. She has a lot of friends. You know, she's in eight <coughs> classes. She's a really good student. You know, she got a 4.0 this past, you know, semester. And um, she does well, but there are people who, you know, her last name is Higgins. They call her Kayla Niggins. You know, just stupid, dumb <laughs> shit. Not all of them, but you know, just to, you know how kids try to find like something to like mock another kid about. Yeah. Um, I know the feeling. <laughs> and, and, and so it's like I don't, and and so this is really not me being an expert on this. This is me kind of um, really at a loss on what to do in those situations when your kid is being bullied and being, you know, uh, said things that are, are cruel. Uh, I can tell, just for a little background, I was teased as a, as a kid. I was very sensitive. And so, like, it would just be stupid stuff like Chris. It wouldn't be anything about my color. It would be like, oh, Chris has cooties or something like that. Crystalline has cooties, and I was just really sensitive. And and um, so once they they it's like shark smelling blood in the water. Like once they see that you're weak about something, then they try to bounce. They try to pounce on it. And so right. my mother would go to the school. My mother went to the school. <laughs> Terrible mistake. Well, like I don't like, think it. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I raised three children that were half Korean, half white. Uh huh. And they're all grown now. What I did, I would confront the child and the parents of that child. Hmm. And I would tell them with my children there, and then after I would do that, I would bring my children back home and reassure them, you know, that, you know, who they were is all right. Uh, I would even, uh, you know, we used to go to a Korean church. They had a lot of mixed children there. Take them and have, you know, them in that environment too. 
but I would just reassure them that they're fine who, you know, and who they are, and uh, that's what that's what I did. Well, okay, so that would be my <laughs> that would be be my option. Did you guys ever see the hand that rocks the cradle? What? Did you guys ever see that movie? The hand oh, that rocks the cradle. I heard about it. I've never seen it. Re Rebecca De Mornay. I don't even know who that is. I, I know I know the movie, but I never did see the whole thing. Well, well, in the scene, you know, she she kind of takes ownership of these kids. She breastfeeds the baby. It's not her. She's you know she's the nanny. Mm -hmm. Um, she lost her family, so she holds the the family who she's gotten employment with as a nanny responsible for. The death of her, the you know, she had a miscarriage, and she also blames the suicide of her husband on this family. So she says, "I'm going to take this woman's family who who did this." She takes ownership of these kids. She's breastfeeding the baby, which is yep. creepy. Um, and it's then a the movie. Kid, <laughs> yeah, and then the kid who's about six or seven years old, she talks. About, she talks to Rebecca about having, um, or the Rebecca's character about having a a kid at school who's teasing, and she goes up to that kid, she grabs him, and she's like, "If you ever now, don't quote me. If you ever hmm. say anything to this kid again, I will rip your nuts out and wear them." <laughs> Or just something like that. Right. And the kid is like peeing his pants. Well, I, I wouldn't do that, but what I did, <laughs> what I did, uh, there was an instance in the grocery store where this girl said something to my children, and her mother was there, and I did it in front of everybody. You, you know, really? I sort of belittled her mm -hmm. in front of everybody and told her she's totally wrong. My children are just like her children. They're they're loved by a parent. That's and they, it. You know, they are who they are. Right. So, what did they say? What did they say about your kids? Oh, uh, they, you know, they said. No, just you know, I don't want to repeat stuff, but just poking fun at them because they were Oriental. Mm. People are a trip. It's like anything oh, yeah. and everything to try to make people feel less than. Okay, so. So my mother would go to the school and she would rant and rave and it would just make it worse for me. Because the kids would be like, ah ha, you told your mom, ah ha ha ha. So it was like, so in the back of my mind, when my daughter tells me th these things, I know mm -hmm. that it was not effective for my mother okay. to go to okay, the what school. What do you think? Of, you you know, is, do you think bad of your mother for doing that, or what do you feel now about that? Um, I think she handled it not correctly. Um, and that was just because it made it worse. And my mom is just the type of person who she's just like kind of a she's kind of like a, a screeching type of woman who just like uh -huh. yells. And it's not. It's embarrassing. It yeah, embarrassing. yeah. You have to be tactful so, when you do it. Right, so she wouldn't. She wouldn't come there with a commanding presence. She came there in sort of like a screeching, <laughs> you know, banshee I, type of 
you know, where it just made for more comic, more comedy. I'm six, I'm six foot four, and uh, I make a good present. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Okay, so no. I think that it just depends on, on the person. So I've always been hesitant because I was like, that never worked for me. My mom coming up to the school, you know, and and here's the thing, my daughter, you know, the person that this, you know, my my oldest daughter, this happened to, she's she's 17. So I can't go to her school and be like, don't, you know, talk to my daughter this way or I'm going to slice your balls off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, when I asked my children, they said they felt good that we did that because they knew their mom and dad were behind them and their mother and father were right. Mm -hmm. So those of you who have, who have kids, have you had to deal with teasing, and, and how did you deal with it? I haven't had to deal with it yet, um, but I had it happen to me when I was a child. And the oh. way that my mother handled it, I think, was... It wasn't the best way that she could have handled it, but <clears throat> it also caused a lot of problems later on, just personally, because I ended up gaining a lot of weight because of because of my self-esteem issues. Um, mm -hmm. that That's where my whole thing started. Um, for my daughter, she's really very sensitive about everything, especially when it comes to her hair. I just posted something on the Google Plus group tonight about curly hair. So she's very sensitive about that. So that's, that's the biggest thing. Kids at school will tease her if a braid comes out and they, you know, want to know if that's her real hair. And even though her hair is strong, she has braids, there's really nothing we can do for embarrassment if it does fall out, or twist comes out. So right. I into them, you know, this is just something that we do to make us feel good. And if it makes you feel pretty, then that's all there is to it. She kind of has to roll with the punches a little bit. And, and I, the best thing that I can do is just impart some really strong self-esteem at yes, home. Yes, that's good. Right. Right, and, and, and honestly, there are no real answers. That's where the frustrating thing comes in is because there is no formula that we can go to that will give us a formula for here, this is what you can do, and this is what will work. Because um, every kid is different. Every situation is different. Um, you know... Like I said, I was teased mercilessly. Like I was because I was so, you know, so my teaching of my kids is just like never let them see you cry. Never cry. You know what I mean? Like never show them that it bothers you. You know, if they you, know, you get you you give what you get. You get as give as good as you get. Um you know, aside from that, right? You know, with all the technology like Snapchat and all that, there's so Twitter. There's so many different ways to be a bully. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, just like that guy, the guy who you know whose 11 year old daughter was being called the N word. Did you guys see the video? Did you guys hear the footage of the guy? You know, uh, of of what the the father had to say. Did no, you guys hear that? No. Yeah. no. And I don't. Okay, okay. I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna play it for you guys because I was just like, oh my god, this I cannot believe that you know this is happening. But um, hold on, let me. I didn't cue it, so forgive me in advance. 
But I was disgusted okay. of that family. Can you hear it? I can't. No, can you hear it? Uh-uh. Why are you going to be muted? Wait. Okay, so basically, <laughs> the father, you guys, the father of these twin boys who were participating in the Snapchat bullying said, oh, I guess you're a nigger lover. The dad! Huh. The dad said that. I mean, so, honestly, like... And their children are going to learn that, too. Yeah, and so here's yeah. the thing. This doesn't happen in a bubble, you guys. So these kids, you know, they see their dad. I mean, I feel sorry for the kids at this point. It's like, that's mm -hmm. your dad? This is yeah. why I blame the parents. <laughs> I mean, are you serious? That's your dad. I would be like, oh, my God. I, I Like, that would be humiliating. Your, your father is like a dumb, hick, you know, racist bigot. And now everybody knows because that guy was like, I'm going to name you and shame you. And that's what he did. And I think that that was, um, I think that was pretty ballsy on his part. He's like, I'm going to name these people who, you know, who uh, are bullying my, my daughter and who are saying all these horrible things. And the guy was like, sure, I don't care if you tell my name. I can just say. So it's just imagine this guy. I mean, everybody in the town, because everybody knows that he put his guy's name. So everybody See? in the town knows what this man said to this other man on the phone. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, you're just as bad as these, like, these kids. You know, well, like, this is where yes, you're getting from. You're, well, you're yeah. no better. You're, you're yeah. told, you should be, should be, you should be, by example, not, not uh, you know, trying to, trying to be a bully yourself. That's crazy. Right. And then you can, and then as soon as you hear the voicemail, you're like, okay. Now I know where you got it from. You know, it's mitigating circumstances because you're like, oh, my God, your your father is an idiot. Hey, Chris. Very far from the tree. Yes. I, I was brought up in, in during the time and an area where that was normal. Not for me, but I had to listen to that crap all my life, and I hated it. Yeah. And yeah. I had to solve it by myself. And how did you solve it? I don't, I, I don't know. Something in me, I knew, I, I knew better. Even as a child, I knew better it was wrong. Right, right. No, I don't know, something, I, a gift I was born with or whatever, it just, that's how I felt. Me too. Yeah. So, okay, so I, I want to talk to Jimbo and Kelly for a minute because you guys have successfully raised a grown daughter. Yes. And um, you guys were in the New York area. So how did you, did any of the, first let me just ask you, did this ever happen? Anything similar? Nothing, nothing, nothing. She was, teased, she was teased in school, but it wasn't because of her complexion. It was because of her weight. Okay. Because she's, she's, um, she has thyroid issues, so she's mm -hmm. obese. So um, that's the only reason why she was teased in school. Other than that, it had nothing to do with her skin color or who her parents were, so... But me personally, I was teased in school because I didn't talk in school. I just kept you didn't talk. I didn't talk. Period. Not even to the teacher. Ultimate introvert. 
volunteer at my kid's school. I volunteer at my kid's school, um, and there's a little girl at, in the classroom, in my daughter's 11-year-old class, last year when she was in the fourth grade, who would not speak. I would call on her to say something, and she would just, like, you know, she would just, like, That's go cute. like a turtle. Furniture show. She just wouldn't talk to me. That's our first. Yeah, that's, that's our first date. Yeah, I was pretty much like that. So I was pretty much like that up until I graduated. <laughs> it's our first date. You kept looking at you. Wouldn't even look at me. Oh yeah, that's true. At what point did you say, okay, I need to start talking to folks so I can get a date and maybe get married or something? Well, um, so a point. I guess I'm obviously sorry. you at some point you did so. <laughs> the proof is there. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna say in the past year or two, I just started opening up, talking to people, believe it or not, and that's like 40 years too long. Well, 20 really, because 20 since I've known it. So. Yeah, it 20 years. It be 20 years open this clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> Just now, you know, talking to people and whatever. So, but I can't believe why I was quiet. I, I can't. So, with your daughter, mm -hmm. knowing that she was teased for her weight, did you, what did you tell her? What what support did you give as as parents for this? I just told her she was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And, and tell these kids if they have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Mm -hmm. But of course, it didn't work out that way, though. Yeah, I uh, mean, it just is. You know, all of the things that you tell kids say sticks and stones may break my bones, but neither. <laughs> no, like none of that. No. We did not no. teach her that. You said names hurt really badly, and we're sorry it yeah. happens. Words hurt more than a fist in your nose. Well, you, I mean, you you've met our daughter, Chris. You've seen her. She's very she's very outgoing. She's very pleasant. She has a very good, good temperament and good personality, but she has this side of her that's very sensitive, and she, and she will break down if, if given to the point. You know, what I'm saying she, she's very, oh, she's very sensitive to, to a lot of things, and she, and she tries to hide it, and she has yeah. these walls up, and she, and I see them. She reminds me of me a little bit when I, when I was growing up, in the sense that I had walls because not so much for, because, the, because I was teased as a kid too, but I, I did the reverse. See, I didn't fight. I, I was the one of the ones that ran, and I ran different ways. And I took I took every route in the world, I and I would stay after school. I would stay I would stay in the computer lab until till four in the afternoon. I didn't care. I walk home. Two I would run whatever. too. Unfortunately, our daughter, what she did in school when someone would tease her, well, uh, <laughs> they will. Uh, she said sometimes they would still tease her after it, but after well, excuse me, he would. Um, Take, yeah, she take things. She take matters into her own hands. Okay? Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> so she did what she had to do, more or less. Okay. And, so yeah. So I wanted. I want to ask Daniel. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Right. Because I know that um, you have. Um, you're on the autism spectrum. Yes. And um, that obviously is a, a challenge sometimes. Of course. Um, how did you do? Did were you teased in school because of? I mean, do you even? Call, I don't want to call it a disability because I think that I mean I know people who have who are on the spectrum who are absolutely brilliant. So I don't, I don't want to call being on the spectrum 
being a disability, but it, it does make you different. It does make you sort of distinctive from other people. Did you, um, did you have to deal with teasing? Of course, but naturally, since I did martial arts before, eight before, before anything, I, I put my paws on them. Was that before or after your brothers? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so but but martial arts teaches you that you're not supposed to use it unless you have to, right? Yes. So did you break the rule or you just <laughs> waited until somebody came at you? <laughs> I waited until someone came at me, and sometimes I didn't. But uh, but uh, but that's why I really learned to really keep composure. But mainly, I did get teased a lot. Of course, I got in a lot of fights in school. But at, at the time, I didn't have that, that much skill. So thank God I did, because if I did, they I won't have been sending people to the hospital. <laughs> that's the true fact. I'm not lying right there. <laughs> and you know, I've seen I've, I've seen your physique. I could see how you could put somebody in the hospital, Daniel. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not proud of this. Honestly, no, no, I didn't. I didn't. Technically, I didn't because all, all I did was dislocate his elbow. That was a jujitsu match. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, this, it was during a match. You know. That, you gotta forget. You gotta forgive that. Okay. Yeah. So, like, if 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 many of us like uh, who are listening to this now, or and, and who are participating, or people who will listen after, um, we are either you know, involved in interracial relationships, we have children who are products of these relationships, or we are um, maybe going towards the possibility of having biracial children who um, may be subjected to, to various teasing. So did you guys ever, you know, think to yourselves, okay, you know, how am I going to create an environment that's going to make my kids feel safe and feel okay with where they are. And before you guys answer, I want to tell you that, um, you know, when we decided to move to Temecula, we moved. We were we were from a city. Uh, we were living in a city called Corona, which is like 30, 30 miles north of us. And it was very like there was a lot of multiracial people. It was very mixed. It was a heavy Hispanic population. A good amount of of, of black and and white people, so there was a good mix. But when uh, we decided to move to Temecula, my husband was a little concerned because he was like, um, you know, I don't see a lot of kids that look like our kids, and I want to make sure that they're not going to be teased. And that's my only concern. I really like the area, I like the schools, but I want to make sure that they're not going to be teased. So I, what I did was I contacted the ACLU, I contacted the police department, I, collect, I contacted the local chapter of the NAACP just to see, like, what are the, you know, are there hate crimes that are being, you know, reported here? Um, what's the, the crime statistics? What are the, you know, and, and um, so we did make those considerations before we decided to move here. And so I think there's only, I mean, as a parent, I feel like there's only a limited amount that you can do. Um, now, for the folks who haven't spoken yet, um, Zaya and Kimberly, were you guys yes. ever teased at all? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Wait, who's saying that? Is that Zaya or Kimberly? Zaya. Okay. 
Zaya. Okay, so tell me how, what are you doing, girl? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry, but yeah, I'm finishing up my cinnamon rolls for the night, so I made my own glaze. Um, oh, my goodness. Cinnamon rolls. Good. Yay. <laughs> I'll take one. Um, right. I'm not sure if you're a big fan of raspberries. <laughs> Good enough for the whole group, I hope. You know, yeah, I know. I want some. Right? I mean, tomorrow's <laughs> my cheat day. Oh, I'm sorry. And we're having a big snow day over here, you know. We want a snow day. <laughs> yes, right. I would definitely. <laughs> so, so, so tell me, Zaya, um, you, so you said that you were teased growing up. How did you deal with that? Um, sometimes, sometimes I would run away home and cry, and then sometimes uh, I would get into my writing, because that's where I could just escape from it all, pretty much. Yeah. No. <laughs> I, I, did, I did the same thing. I was a, a writer and a reader, and I would read books. I would ride my bike to the bookstore and just buy books, and it kind of helped me just kind of disappear and be in a different place. Yes, were your were your parents helpful at all in um, assisting you with with how to deal with that? Uh, kind of, but they could only do but so much, you know. Right. So <laughs> they were given the same advice that we were just talked about, you know, like you know sticks and stones, you know. Yeah. And honestly, you guys, that's. Bull crap! Like sticks and stones do hurt you, you know. Um, and and words hurt you. They both hurt, you know. And words, at least with sticks and stones, you know, you put a bandaid on it, you feel better. With the with the with the words, it can just be be devastating. And um, I guess the most frustrating part of it as a parent is that there's really no solution. Like I've I I did research and stuff on this. The, even the schools, they can have zero tolerance policies. They still tease. They can say no, you know, social media. They're still teased. Kids find a way, you know, and it makes you feel as a parent like there's really nothing you can do but just endure. Yes, sometimes that's the case. I mean, the only thing you can do like, is to get them involved in as many things as possible mm -hmm. and... Some kids tend to latch onto them and be friends with them. Yes. And that helps also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I mean definitely, true. like, yeah, just like Daniel said, he had his, his martial arts. And, yeah. um, and, you know, with my, with Kayla, you know, she's, she's on the cheer squad. So she mm -hmm. has this, you know, army of, of really cute girls who are, like, down for her, who protect her, who will stick up yes. for her. And 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 I think that that is a, is also an element. I think that that's probably a really good. It is not a solution. It's not a solution because I think mean people will always be present. There will be people who will always do and say awful things to bully people. Correct. Right. Always hate. Um, you're, you're always going to have that. But I think that if you involve them in things and they can create a community, and we talk about this a lot, social of support. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Circle of support of people who they know this person personally, and they will rally to defend you. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, I mean, there's, I think that yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a circle out there for for somebody. Exactly. You just have to exactly. find that. I mean, and, exactly. and 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 that's why 
um, you know, I created Beyond Black and White, and that's why I created the Google Plus group, and why I created the forum is because mm -hmm. I, there's no real comprehensive circle of support for us that I can see. Am I wrong? Is there someplace else? I don't nope. really know. This is the best I one. one. I don't have a many either. And my goal is that, that it make it just bigger, stronger, better. And I think that um, you know it helps for us because it doesn't. The teasing doesn't always stop when you, you grow up, right? Teasing no, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Definitely doesn't. not. And no. I've got to add in, Kristen, what you were asking me, mm -hmm. specifically what I was teased for because of my autism, it took me longer to figure out things and uh, I was just basically I was a slow learner and in a ridiculous way like I would say that, I would say like what is that, like you freaking retard, that's, it's, it's, it's this that's what people tell me right that's what pissed me, that's what that honestly made me made me emotional most being called retarded. Yeah, because it's not retarded. It's just it, you know. It's just a different way, and and probably you're not, you know. Obviously, you're not retarded, but there's a different way you need to learn for yeah. you to, to comprehend, and that it was the teacher's job to figure out a way that you could learn. They and did. They did. So, but, um, that's also changing too, Chris, because it's talking about the education system. They, that, the, they're not, teachers are not paid to teach anymore. They're paid to make our students into test takers, and that's it. Yes, definitely. And, and also just, um, you know, and I, I mean, a lot of, and, and it's not just the school's part, um, part, you know, fault because, we have parents who think that the school is supposed to raise their children. Right. And that's their babysitter and their, and their, whole, yeah. their whole thing. Yeah. And, yeah. and really, I mean, we need to focus on, and that's why bullying is so um, pervasive and, and rough because you're there to learn how to, to learn. You're there to learn things, and then you are often encumbered by people who are, you know, um, who are making your life miserable, which makes it harder for yeah. you to learn. Um, I guess, like I said, I mean, I said this before, but honestly, the most frustrating part is I feel like there is no solution. Like with this guy, he, you know, he felt really powerless. Mm -hmm. I mean, but honestly, his candidness brought attention to the issue and it also shed a um, a mirror on how people are still racist. Yeah. We cannot we cannot deny. You know, it's actually it's actually a self esteem problem for them more than it is you. Right. And and their parents, they have very low self esteem, so they have to lash out at something, in somebody. Right. Make make themselves feel better. Right. Yes. Really? I thought but people I mean, with low self-esteem just like felt felt less of felt less of themselves. Like people would would, would think oh less. Oh no! Of, There's no, some no, people no. who have. Wait, 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 this. It works like this: is that uh, you have low self-esteem. If you feel lower than you, you you're now self-esteem better than theirs, and you feel better. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's more of it may be like, well, I may be this, but at least I'm not this. 
I right. mean, I see that a lot on the YouTube channel where, like, men will come to the channel and be like, black women are the lowest on the totem pole. Nobody wants you. And da, da, da. And I think to myself, what kind of person would come to um, my YouTube channel and say those horrible things? And it's, it's obviously somebody's need to feel superior to yes. me. Hey, Crystal, I actually saw one when you did the the 15 countdown Facebook memes. I saw a comment down there. How she said exactly, I don't think this is funny. Mm -hmm. I think it's wrong of you to make your daughter laugh at, like, Stage, how you staged it and all, and then you said it's my daughter. It's like that. Right. I mean, somebody. I mean, somebody actually said she's five years old. Why are you calling her the baby? I'm she like, said, yes, that's exactly what she said. I mean, I was like, um, well, what would you, I mean, if you have to compare on a spectrum. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She's zero. She's five. She's right in here. An adult. Would you call her a baby? Or would you call her an adult? Like if you had to go <laughs> to the spectrum. <laughs> and she's also the youngest. She is the baby of the family. But you're right. Well, it's like my eight. It's like my 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 uh, little girl. I always call her my little girl. Whether how, I, she's 21 years old, and I still call her my little girl. And I'm calling my little girl till the day. Right. I mean, and how dare somebody tell you that you can't call her that because she's not a little girl, or you know, just. So, to tell me it doesn't work. Right. She's your little girl. That's right. She's my, she belongs to you. You you were there for the nine months that she was incubating. You were there for her, you know, from infancy to adulthood. She was hatched. She's your baby. Yeah. You changed her poo-poo diapers. You know, you did all those things. That's your baby. And, you know, but, but it just, you know, it just goes to show that, um, you know, even when we're older, we, we will have people who, and honestly, the thing that I can say for sure is that people who bully, people who tease, are in so much pain. Because mm -hmm. I, I remember, you know, I, I say this, you know, I've been an unhappy person and I've been a happy and content person. And I I've can tell you that as a happy person, I don't, I take no pleasure in making someone else feel, feel bad. Right. But, but maybe right. if I'm down, Maybe if I'm not satisfied with the way my life is going, or maybe I'm being bullied, or maybe I'm miserable, then I delight in other people's misfortune because I can. <clears throat> it's a welcome distraction. You know one thing. I did that too. You cannot yeah. fight ignorance. No. <laughs> you can't. But you right. can't ignore it either. You can't now. Now, now, tell me something. I just Have learned that myself. Uh, Go ahead, Lasha. Uh, I was saying that I just learned that myself with my recent uh, YouTube harassment. Um, my stalker, who made that video for you, made mm -hmm. one for me, and I had no idea how to combat that, so, of course, I made the responding video, and he came back with another one, but was 28 minutes long. And... Mm -hmm. um, in this instance, you know, I have someone looking into it for me. Yeah, I have someone looking into it for me. But um, 
you know, there's really not much you, you can do about it. And he, he actually admitted that I called him out on actually being hurt and wounded by other women in the past. And that that's the reason why he does that for yeah. uh, and to other people. So you, there's, there's nothing you can do to combat it. You just, if you're it's happy with your life, you just move on and let it go. Especially coming from a man, a man, there, most men. I mean, not most, but there's so many immature men out there. I was. And, yeah, I was too. I, I mean, I, I, that's probably what ended, you know. Uh, a happy marriage, and uh, you know, I woke up, and you just, you have to grow up and yeah. get a set of them. Right, and and you also just have to know who you are as a person. So yes. it doesn't it doesn't mm -hmm. like when people say you know horrible things about me. I know who I am as a person. I know mm -hmm. I'm a good person. I know that what I do is is to help people. I don't hate anybody. Um, but you know the bullying doesn't stop when you get older. Mm -hmm. But I think that as an adult, you can put it in perspective differently from how a kid can. I right. mean, yeah, because as an adult, you can look around you and see who really loves you. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And then, and 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 it's easier to see when. Um, a person is doing it from a different motivation that's totally separate of, of you. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You can tell that a person, you can see, like with the example of the guy who's, you know, the father calls, and you're like, oh my God, that's where you got it from. You know what I mean? Sometimes, when sometimes when if you have no friends at all and you're just alone, it can get, it can make, it can give you some problems. I did too. I'm not gonna lie. I thought of dying, and honestly, who would give a shit more than my own family? Who would come to my funeral? Mm -hmm. I thought of that many times. Yeah, I, 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 you know, it's, it's honestly, honestly, um, oh, here right now, I'm just looking at this, this report, ethnicity and, and, and bullying. It's, it, this is sort of an interesting thing. It says um, in this report, black adolescents report a significantly lower prevalence of victimization than white and Hispanic students. However, bi biracial and multiracial youth are more likely to be victimized than youth who identify with a single race. Yeah. That's a tough one. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It's very tough. What's adolescence? Whatever you said. Sorry, say that again. The I word, have a girlfriend um, who's black and who's still adolescence. Adolescence. Teenagers. What is that? Teenagers. Ad adolescents are, you know, kids who have hit puberty, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that before. And, 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 and according to this report, biracial, multiracial, and ethnic minority youth represent groups of students who are at high risk of victimization. Um, oh, Joe from Tosh Point yeah. And so, you know, it's a sort of thing like, you know, that, you know, I hate to be saying this, but like the tragic mulatto. You know what I mean? Where no, I don't. Where the tra the tragic mulatto is the kid who is is mixed with white and black mm -hmm. and can't find 
alliances um, who ki with kids who um, enforce tribalism because <clears throat> they are not, you know, they don't fit into the typical, yeah, okay, you're black, yeah, okay, you're white, you're on our side, you're on their yeah. side, or whatever. I, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised how many subgroups, I mean, blacks against blacks, how they, you know, I didn't realize how they were down on light skin, dark skin, and... There's a lot of, I mean, there's, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, you know, discrimination and bigotry that's happening within the community. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, you have, you have black men who straight up say, I don't like dark women. You know, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like their hair. Yeah, the kinky you know, hair. And, and, and my hair, my hair looks just like theirs. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. this is what your hair would look yeah. like if it were long. You know what I mean? But they, so yeah. obviously they, you know, they, they, they don't like themselves. And so again, you have to kind of consider the source. Yeah. You have to consider yeah. the person and the, and the, and the, and the, and the, the, the maybe the, uh, um, their social standing in life. And then you have to put in perspective. But these are all things that you can do as an adult. But again, when it's kids, it's different. You honestly, mm -hmm. it's, you don't know. You know what I mean? But you can still teach them. Yes, definitely. Yep. Definitely you can still teach them. But so what did I did with my daughter when she was being bullied, and not for racial, ethnic, there was just a girl who generally didn't like her and she would always get in her face and tell her shut up and everything and and my mother and I kind of sat her down and, you know you don't you don't take that kind of abuse you don't have to put your hands on someone but the next time she says something to you you look her dead in the face and you tell her don't talk to me like that ever again and mm -hmm. the girl didn't talk to her like that ever again for the rest yep. of the year right. so I mean, if you, you can around, say something yes yeah, yep. I mean, you can you can say something for sure, and then next time, um, you know, there was a you know, I remember being bullied um by like the biggest you know, she was like a very large girl, she was a bully, everybody was afraid of her, um, and even though I went, even though I tried to stand up for myself, yeah. even when I tried to you know let the administrators know. Um, I was still, she still went after me, and I had to fight, and here's the thing, you never fight somebody who is afraid of you, never, she was never afraid of me, and she fought me, and I kicked her ass, <laughs> she was a foot taller than me, and I kicked her ass, and sometimes you gotta be water, I mean, and, and, and you have to, yeah, I mean, there's a point where words don't work, there's a point where, Talking to the administrators don't work, and there's a time that you just have to stand up for yourself. And um, yeah, so so I definitely think there's something. To it. I want you guys to talk amongst yourselves because I'm going to bring the special guest that I told you I was going to bring. So hold on a second. I, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to go. Oh, I apologize. Okay, well it was it was nice talking to you. Everybody else, hold on a sec. Okay. Okie dokie. Robert mentioned that about uh, what was that, Kristen? Either way, once about the I, I populate. Okay, guys. I'm just I, I, I have to. I have to apologize. My my mother-in-law is sleeping. <laughs> 
It's like 7.56 and she's asleep. But she's on East Coast time. Um, they, they come out here every, uh, every year around at the end of January. And they, um, they're snowbirds. They, they rent a house in La Quinta. We go out to visit. It's fun. But they just got out here this week. And so she's totally tired and exhausted. I will try to um, get her on <laughs> maybe for another, another video over the weekend. Um, is there anything else that you guys can say? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of open to ideas because um, this is one area where I feel like I'm lacking in, in, in knowledge. I got one. Okay. About, about uh, I think it was you or Robert who's mentioned something about most of the po most of the population of the area being black or spack or anything like that. Honestly, here's a true strict statement. Uh, my college that I currently go to, most of the population there is black. But you know, I I did I wouldn't say I was afraid at first that much because it's college. You've got to adapt. I was more nervous, like I told you before, at parties, like uh, like more more like parties. I wasn't that yeah. nervous at, at uh, around college or camp. I mean, campus wasn't that nervous. I was more nervous at parties. But then you told me, you told me all the tips, and like I'm all better. I, I didn't want to adapt. I didn't well, that's want to. Yeah, um, I was gonna say when our daughter was in high school, um, actually found the click. I call it a click. It's not a click. It's just a group of friends who have a similar background that she has. Because they were mixed with Jason. And unfortunately, she had the reputation of being uh, the bully's bully in high school. Mm. She had a whole bunch of people, you know, going to her for whatever reason. So uh, they were, Because the bullies wouldn't t touch her. But, yeah, but the girls they, and, and she was, she was protected the, from the bullies. So. Yeah, but the girls would not <laughs> touch her in school. They wouldn't say anything. Or they, they would say Far away yeah. as possible. Yeah. Now the boys, on the other hand, now that's a different story. Oh. She got really bad by boys in high school. Yeah. Did was she? Did she develop early? Um. No. no. I'm gonna say no. Not really. She developed normally, believe it or not. And um, but she told me the story. Um. That there was one boy harassing her really bad in high school. <laughs> Always he was wanting to fight her, just like like egging her on to fight. Her. His hands on her. The kids want me. Don't mess with her. Don't mess with her. Mm -hmm. He said he, yeah. he did something to his nose because she said blood was spurting on his nose and ran off and she never. I said, Did you report it? She's like, No. Did he mess with her again? No. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah, I mean, I a, lot of, right, a, lot of, a lot of boys they tease because. They, um, they don't know how to say I like you. I want to date you. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know that or understand that until I had a son and I saw, and I see like how he treats girls that you can tell he likes, and he treats those girls the worst. <laughs> at the time she did have. Well, at the time she had a boyfriend, so I. I don't think she was interested in anybody back then. But yeah, but it, you know, there's there's lots of different motivation motivation for teasing. But I will, I guess, I can say from getting out of this this conversation is that um, when you are scared of your child being uh, uh, vulnerable to bullying, you know, make sure they're involved, that they're doing things, and that those niche groups do help to um, 
Oh, you see that? Come on. Get a runner. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me get speakers out. This is Emma. This is the baby. Hi, Emma. It's your baby. I have a, no, wait a second. So, Emma, I have a question for you. If there's kids at school who are being mean, um, what do you do? If, if they say mean walk things, away. you walk away? Yay. Yay. Good job. And, and, and if they say mean things to hurt your feelings, what, what, what do you do? <laughs> my husband's. Don't listen to my husband. He's behind the door. What? Oh, he is. I thought I saw him. <laughs> He says yeah, punch him, but you I don't, don't like, like cameras. Like cameras. <laughs> Daddy's camera guy. <laughs> what do you do? No. Are people mostly nice at your school? Yeah. They don't. <laughs> they, they don't say mean things or do mean things. Yeah. Do they like you? Yes. Yeah. Do you have lots of friends? Yes. Okay. Do you have friends at your school that look like you? No. No. Uh, yeah. Who, who? Only one. Only one. Who's that? Madeline. Madeline. She looks like you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And 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 do do the kids like the fact that um you guys are all different, but you can still be friends and and have and and be happy and play and have fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, what advice would you give? I'm sorry. I've been drinking wine. Kids are so. Are so honest. Friends <laughs> <laughs> mostly. Okay. Um. So <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody always gonna be nice to me. Everybody's supposed oh, yeah. to. So what do you do? What do you yeah. give, What advice do you give to 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 other kids if they're at a school and they're not and the kids are not being nice to them? Go away. <laughs> what do you tell them? What would you tell a friend who was not who was being teased? <coughs> Don't know. All right. Well, thank you for coming by. Give me a kiss. Yes. Night. Okay, I will be in there to give you a lullaby. Give me a kiss. Oh, my gosh, this kid. Bye. 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 Everybody. Bye. Bye. Oh, oh, wait. Bye. This is my friend Lasha's baby. Oh, she's so pretty. She looks just like you. What's, 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 um, what's her name, Lasha? Gia. Gia, how old is she? Gia's eight. Hi, Gia. Oh, she's eight. She's a little older than you. You're so pretty. I'm five. Right, you're five. Yes, you are. <laughs> All right, well, say goodbye to everybody. Bye. There you have it. From the mouth of babes. I mean, honestly, like the all of you know, my kids pretty much have the same story. I mean, except for the high school one who didn't really encounter this until she was in high school. But um you know, there's a lot of kids, I mean, honestly, when I go to the school and I do volunteer work, there's a lot more kids that look like my daughter than actual monoracial African-American kids. So the world is changing. I'm hopeful, you know, um, I'm hopeful for Lasha's daughter mm -hmm. and you know, all the other kids <laughs> that are coming up. We're going to have a different world. It's going to be a better world, I think. It's And it's really, it's 
good. Um, the the fact that we're mixing more and more than uh, there will be other problems to worry about besides pure race and, and things like that. And Absolutely. I mean, I feel for my, my girlfriend Miko, she's half black and half Asian. And she fits, she's so down on herself because she feels like she fits nowhere. The black girls make fun of her and the Asian girl. people don't accept her because she's part black. And, and, and I feel so badly for her because I know she just wants to find somewhere where she can be fully accepted you know, where she is and, right. and for who she is. I just wish that um, how good of a person ask that and worry about bigger issues. Right. I mean, we will always, as human beings, find ways to, you know, fuck, up, fuck with each other, basically. But, um, oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah. Literally, figuratively, oh, and all the above. <laughs> The solution in the past has always been, well, that's why you shouldn't race mix. That's why you shouldn't, you know, have biracial. Think about the children, blah blah blah. But I, you know, I think the reverse is going to happen in that people are there's going to be so many of these new generation of of hybrid children mm -hmm. that um, they will find their they will find their space they will find they will come into their own they will find yeah, people who are like find each other too they will, they will find each other they, they will, will start themselves yeah unless you know, turn around I did with wrestling I did with wrestling and I made a lot of friends through that through wrestling from different schools all around and even this is not, this is a real true <laughs> story I went to Oklahoma for a tournament. And I was being ganged up by guys. I I didn't know where they from. I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna get in a fight with these guys. I'm walking away. Then all of a sudden, my six footer friend, <clears throat> six, six foot two, and all the other guys coming behind me. I didn't know what was going on. I just walked away, and they told the guy off. Right. So there you go. You have your. You know, you've got your your friends, people who back you up. Yes, that's and when I realized I made the right choice by joining wrestling and and. Uh, Making the right friends there. That's when I found peace. I found balance, and I I felt so. I felt a, a new way of life and motivation to keep on going and not dying. Right. Well, that's awesome, and I hope you guys have um, enjoyed the conversation. It just breezed by as much as I did. It's eight oh three. It's time for me to give the kids a lullaby. But um, I will see you guys next week. I'm gonna try to get a, a special guest on. Wes Murphy and I are going to be doing some more things together. I know you guys have seen him in previous videos. That's awesome. And, um, I'm also doing some more interviews, so I will keep you guys posted. But as usual, you guys are awesome. Wait, one more thing. Sure. Whoever's watching this, please don't bash Crestlin for her accidental curse. She's a problem. Oh. It was a, it was an accident. Please don't bash oh. her. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes. La La Lasha will not be offended, will you, Lasha? Not, I'm not worried about. I'm talking about the viewers on YouTube what? about right. the comments. Right. Lasha, did I miss it? What happened? Oh, I, I said an F word, but your kid didn't. I guess you didn't hear it. Yay! Oh. Yay! Don't even worry about that. I, I cuss like a sailor. Yeah. <laughs> we all do to a point of time. No worries. And and Daniel, I just want to tell you openly that I really appreciate how um, appreciative you are of me 
and how you are always willing to go to bat and protect me and um, and look out for me. So I really appreciate that. You're just an awesome, awesome um, young man, and I appreciate that. And with that, you guys, goodbye. Night, night. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Night. Good night.